Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, Daphne James. Today's episode for code on the 9th of March. I hope everyone's doing well. Hope you're on a good day. As always, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Today, I got a story about a comedian slash actress from Australia who's been diagnosed at the age of 34 with cancer. And she actually described the feeling as freeing, in a sense. Which is an unusual feeling, not, or an unusual way of putting it out there that you have, like, to describe your emotions when you find out you got a disease like cancer. But as a reason, after reading part of the story, I think I kind of understand where she's coming from. Because, you know, she's 34 and she has a 90% chance, 97% chance of getting cancer. Um, she has a high chance of getting bowel cancer or bowel uh, stomach cancer or ovian cancer while after she had been through some tests and the reason why she went under some tests is because her father when she was just 18 years old so that would be like 2006 he died of cancer um, he had a di- diagnosis of the panacea cancer of the panacea I don't know some of these medical words I obviously cannot describe or pronounce properly because it's just unrealistic for me to pronounce, I guess. So I do apologise if I butcher some of these names wrong. But yet, that doesn't that didn't stop there. Her young, what's described as young, fit and healthy brother, Paul, was later then diagnosed with bowel cancer. And unfortunately, he died the same year. So this kind of goes into the motivation of her wanting to find out hey, what are my chances of getting cancer or undergoing like, these sort of cancer um, diagnosis? Because she'll probably get a better understanding of her own fate from going through these tests. And now, obviously, she's, she understands now she has a 97% chance of getting cancer herself. So you understand from her perspective like, why she might feel free in some ways you know it's an unusual way of describing having cancer or the feeling of having cancer but when you look at it from her perspective like her father had it her brother had it not much is mentioned about her mother if anything so I don't know what the situation is for her but what I'm trying to say is like you kind of understand like okay so you're going through this thing in your head what if I get cancer what are the percentage chances of me getting cancer? Like, what is the percentage chances of that happening? And do I go for the test of finding out, or do I just wait until God knows how long, and then I suddenly get diagnosed with cancer myself, like a later age or whatever, maybe? So a lot of emotions are probably going through her mind at this particular time, and you know. You, you don't want to exactly put yourself in a situation where you might get bad news. And even though there's a point in your head that might understand, like, hey, you might not get bad news, you might also get good news. Like, you might not have a chance of getting cancer. But at the same time, it's like you've got to like, sort of toughen yourself up. And that's what she's doing, in a sense. Like, she's toughening herself up to put herself out there in a situation where she might get diagnosed with this disease. And then she figures out a way to deal with it in her own sort of way just 
and learn to think po- not positive, positively, positively, but in the same way, feeling like, okay, I sort of expected this. I sort of toughened myself up for this diagnosis. So, in a, in one way, I kind of expected this. So now I just gotta like find some way of dealing with it without having it such a long-term effect on me, if that makes sense. Like, from her perspective, is what I'm saying. Um, so while she's performing in London, she's doing a solo theatre in a show called The Average Bear, which actually tells a story that's quite relatable for her. It tells a story of dealing with hereditary illness. And she's in... She even recently appeared on BBC's Radio Woman Hour to promote the four-day run and discuss what the tos- sorry, what the test results have meant for her outlook on life. And she explained that my father passed away, he was diagnosed with cancer, and he died a week later, which was a big surprise. But then my brother got diagnosed with cancer when he was 42, and then he passed away within a year. So in my so in her head it just sort of added up the chances of her getting cancer and whether or not she should get you know diagnosed or go through some tests and whatnot. And she even continued to say that I'm very proactive about my health. I'm here for as much as time as I can have, so I went to my GP and I explained this is my family history. Do I need to get checked or anything? I'm a lot younger than my brother and my sister, so I got a head start. And I love to use it. And then, then the doctors then refer to her to a genetic counsellor. And then from that moment on, she found out she had 98. She has a 90% chance of getting cancer. Um, but it doesn't mean it's a doom or gloom situation. It doesn't mean that she'll get cancer and she'll die. But she just wanted to know for sure what her chances are of getting diagnosed with this sort of condition. So right now she does not have cancer, but she has a 90% chance of getting it. So she wants to make sure that she can live a healthy life that she doesn't young as possible. And she's still quite young, as she says in this. So she wants to not waste time. She wants to enjoy it, her life, and not be afraid of things. And try to embrace pretty much anything that she could possibly embrace. You know, and I think that's a healthy way of coping with things. It could be, as she said it herself, it could be a piece of toast, patting a dog, or come to London to do a show at a solo theatre. She basically wants to live a life as much as she possibly can. And I think that's really um, remarkable of her. Because anybody could, rightfully so, could sort of hear the sort of news that they have a high chance of getting cancer and possibly not wanting to do anything with life. They want, they're willing to call it crits right there for the most part. And, you know, that's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's just how people, you know, see things. I'm not saying that people should obviously hurt themselves or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say is that everyone deals with grief or deals with a diagnosis such as cancer differently. We all deal with things differently. So one person might think, okay, I'm gonna learn to embrace this. I'm gonna take take this on and deal with it in my own sort of way. Other people 
unfortunately, do not have the sort of strength where they know how to deal with this sort of condition, all this sort of news. And unfortunately, things go the opposite way off, positive for them. And I'm not putting any judgment on anybody. That's not what is, is what that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying people deal with things differently. But it's nice to hear that this person right here is obviously like Michelle Fraser. She's obviously someone who looks at it from like, right, I'm quite young. I'm still relatively healthy. I got this news. I'm going to take it on. And I'm going to still try to live my life as possibly as, you know, much as possible. And do the things that I enjoy or the things that I really want to do that but I have not yet done. And I think that's, I think that's really cool personally and it makes you appreciate life even more you know it really does make you appreciate life even more we all take life for granted sometimes you know we might have a bad day or two or a bad week or a bad month and our mental health can be just crap and we just you know we're in a sort of state of mind where we don't want to do anything we don't want to do this we don't want to see this person we don't want to interact with others we don't want to get up and get dressed, get washed, clean our teeth, go to the shop, whatever it may be. Uh, but then, there's other times where we've been on top of the world and everything's just great again, for the most part. And I think that's one thing we can look at is just appreciate life as much as we can. Take the good days with the bad days and just roll with the punches, for the most part. Like, do what we can to not let our mental health affect us or any sort of negativity defect us or effect, yeah, defect us, I guess you could say. And just spend our time by doing the things we love as much as possible and just, yeah, just enjoying life, basically. And what I like most about this was that the interviewer asked her what advice could she give to other people who might be in a similar position and are quite worried to find out whether or not they could have cancer or any sort of disease such as that magnitude. And she basically replied, it's up to you. If you want the information or you don't want the information, but I personally think it can be really freeling. Freeling, sorry. And so regardless, I think it's just worthy of spending your time wisely. Even if you don't have the gene, you can still get hit by a bus. So that's one way to end the episode on a, well, end the, it, what she said on a positive. <laughs> and that's right, you know. In some ways, yes, you might have this disease that could affect you many, many years to come. But at the same time, it's important to enjoy, enjoy the moments that you have on this earth as it comes. It's important to celebrate each day, every achievement that you make in life every goal that you've accomplished, whatever it may be. It's important to just appreciate life as much as you possibly can and just you know, take one day as it comes, for the most part. And don't let what you've got take over your life. We only have one life, so it is very much important that we celebrate it and we treat it as low as we want to treat it, if that makes sense. Personally to me, I think this is an inspiring story. Um, I think she's a brave, incredible young woman. And I hope the best for her when it comes to her future. So with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode. What do you guys think of the story? 
let me know your thoughts. And until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.